Hello, my dear listeners of the Next English Podcast. Today we have the 30th episode of this podcast. And uh, I was thinking, will I be able to live up to your expectations for the 30th episode? Because it's a round number. And whenever there are round numbers, everybody expects something special, something uh, worth listening to. I hope this episode will satisfy your listening needs. And after you have listened to, to this, you won't think this was a waste of time. That's my ambition for this episode. In a nutshell, this episode is going to be about the analysis or scrutiny of the previous two episodes, which were on the topic of discussing stereotypes. So this is uh, called Discussing Stereotypes Part 3, a correction episode or reflection. I'm not still sure what I will call it, but I'm sure you have the idea what this is going to be about. Now, let me make a confession. I sort of tried to prepare this episode. Uh, I tried to throw in certain expressions and it is here on a, on a piece of paper in front of me. And I did, it, I did this because I thought, well, this is the 30th episode. You have to uh, keep your listeners happy somehow. And uh, uh, it, it must, you must do some extra work, Zdeněk. And you have to be at least a little bit funny, or they will run away. And uh, you can't let that happen, can you? That's, that's after all your ultimate goal, to attract your listeners, not to uh, discourage them from listening to your podcast. So you have to be funny somehow. Even, even if you don't know how, you have to make effort. Okay, Zdeněk? All right, that's it. That's what you have to do. Good luck to you. Crossing your fingers, well, crossing fingers to myself, which is a deja vu, or maybe a first stage of a mental illness. Um, You know what, Um, see you in a mental institution soon, and uh, remember me, it was a good time recording these podcasts for you. Okay, this is the uh, humor attempt, uh, in case you didn't notice, because... I didn't notice myself. Well, sometimes, really, it's hard, you know? Because, you know, especially if, if you want to be overly funny, uh, the more effort you make, uh, the harder it is to be funny, you know? Okay, what am I talking about? All right, guys, I have to tell you something. This episode is unique for one very specific reason. This is probably the very last time that the number of the episode, which is, by the way, 30, in case you haven't noticed yet, uh, where was I? That uh, the number of the episode is exactly the same as my age. Can you believe that? Yes, uh, I'm already 30 years old. I'm getting older and older every single day. Uh, The F word, there was no intention of putting it there. Uh, Excuse me, guys. Uh, I didn't say it, did I? Um, yeah, so I was talking about this amazing coincidence. I'm pretty sure this won't repeat in future. It's probably because uh, the average year of dying is uh, some somewhere around 80 or above 80. I'm not pretty sure. And uh, also because of the fact that uh, I plan uh, recording more and more episodes uh, and I don't want to stop just now and uh, record one more episode next year when I'm 31 or something. So, logically, logically, this is uh, the last time this, this unbelievable, unbelievable coincidence happens. Um, of course, I might become immortal and then all I have just told you um, won't, won't apply, won't be true. And if I become immortal, which means that the scientists have to invent some kind of immortality potion... And which is not so likely, is it? Uh, but if this happens, then uh, there might be some episodes or I could just uh, make myself immortal by um, recording this podcast because you will like it so much that it will become popular even after my death. That sounds a bit overambitious, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. Anyway, there are a few things 
on my list that I need to tick off before before uh, going on about uh, the stereotypes proper. Um, three things I want to speak about. Number one, I'd like to mention what happened to me yesterday in the evening. I had a lesson in Samer Kebab, which is a place where I sometimes record podcast episodes, uh, the interviews with friends of mine. Uh, uh, the episode with Artyom was recorded there, for example. And um, after my lesson, I finished around at around 10 o'clock in the evening. Uh, uh, there, was a we- uh, there was a person sitting ne- to, to, ne- to the next table, and I was about to leave when a, a guy with gray hair um, uh, approached me and asked me, in a wonderful native pronunciation, do you speak English? And uh, I responded in an in a unbelievably witty fashion, to be honest. I have to praise myself for this. Because I said, no, I don't, in a sarcastic voice. Uh, because I, I knew this would uh, get a good response. And yes, of course it did. And uh, uh, it turned out that this guy, he was from uh, Wales, his name was Michael, and he was there with his wife. I, I couldn't resist uh, not to sit at their table, and we started chatting, and I had wonderful conversation. All of my students, uh, which I had taught before, they joined me, and we, we spent uh, two more hours there, sitting at the table with the Welsh couple, talking about various things, Apparently, they are travelers who, for some reason, love our country and they keep coming back here and spend a lot of time and they like hiking and walking around. They like our countryside, they like our people. They even want to uh, settle down in the Czech Republic, uh, which, which was amazing. So the guy, Michael, he, he, uh, he was asking me about my teaching experience. He wanted to know uh, if I can if he can become an English teacher himself here and what it takes to be an English teacher as a native speaker and uh, what are the benefits, what are the drawbacks. I told him everything I knew and uh, we, we, I really had a wonderful time. I had a whale of a time, uh, you know, this kind of good time when you even forget what time it is. So when we had to say goodbye, we exchanged emails and I hope I'll see these people again. Point number two regards an article which I was asked to write for um, a website yazikove.cz some time ago uh, its administrator Martin contacted me uh, with this request if I could uh, write an article about my podcast where I would explain what this is about and uh, introduce myself basically and the podcast so it was an interesting offer and uh, I thought this, would, this could be a good way to promote my podcast, get some more listeners. So I, I went for it and um, the article is published. It's in Czech though, so most of you won't be able to uh, understand that. I'm going to share my podcast with this website. Uh, that's the idea. And uh, in exchange for, for this, I asked Martin if he could uh, explain uh, what his website is about so that even you listeners would get the idea and um, he said he would do it. So basically, um, we can hope that in the next episode I will play you a short voice message recorded by, by him. And of course, in this article, uh, I tried to give full credit to Luke and his Luke's English podcast because uh, without Luke's English podcast, this podcast would never exist. And talking of Luke's English podcast, I'm smoothly getting to the last point uh, of my list here before talking about stereotypes. And that's uh, the fact that, believe it or not, but I have been mentioned on Luke's English podcast once again. Yeah, that's cool, isn't it? I always feel uh, pleased when this happens, of course. Come on, we are all the same. We like to be praised, don't we? Okay, by the way, I'd like to praise all my listeners for being wonderful listeners. How does it sound, listeners? Are you um, satisfied? Does it make you feel better? I know it makes my students feel better if I praise them um, after some good achievements. Yeah, so it was uh, in Luke's 149th episode 
in approximately 53rd minute that he answered uh, my question, which I had posted on his uh, Facebook group as um, other uh, listeners did, because this was, uh, this was the task for us. We, we were asked by Luke himself to uh, ask him some questions so that he could uh, uh, build podcast around this idea of answering them. <clears throat> Sorry, it's a bit awkward today. I'm, I'm talking in a bit awkward fashion. Maybe it's because I'm way too excited before this wonderful party I'm going to have tonight. Okay, sorry for that. Anyway, I'm going to play you this um, part of Luke's English podcast so that you get the idea how, in what kind of way, Luke uh, spoke about me and how he answered my question, which, which was, by the way, um, and he will tell you himself, I think. Okay, here it is. Zdenek Lukas, hello, how you doing? Um, Zdenek is, um, I don't know how to describe Zdenek. Is he a disciple? Are you a disciple or are you, um, I don't know, like a, a follower? Are you um, like a member of my cult? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Zdenek's got his own podcast Um And it's pretty strange for me to listen to it because he's basically modelled the podcast on Luke's English podcast. And uh, I'm still coming to terms with this because it kind of freaks me out when I listen to it because it's like, oh my God, this is so weird. It's like I'm in a parallel universe where I'm from the Czech Republic and I'm doing a podcast uh, in the Czech Republic. I don't know. It's very weird. But anyways, Denek, how are you doing? I hope you're all right. How's the Arsenal? I don't know how the Gooners are doing this season. I'm, I've lost touch with the Premiership. And I know everyone is desperate for a podcast about football. And really, I'm gearing up for it. I'm, I'm so up for doing a podcast about football. I love football. I've got low. Oh, God, I can't keep talking about how... I can't record podcasts about how I want to do other podcasts. I just have to do those other podcasts. So you're just going to have to wait and see um, when the football episodes finally make it online. Um, Zdenek says... And I've got 7% battery left here. Zdenek says, yeah, please, the question. Imagine you were given an opportunity to become Doctor Who uh, in reality. Would you give up your life for it? Whoa. So would I give up my life to become Doctor Who? Do you mean to become the real Doctor Who? Or do you mean to become the actor to play Doctor Who? Because recently they, they had a new Doctor, Peter Capaldi, who I think is a really good choice. Um You mean to become the Doctor Who actor or to become Doctor Who himself? I think that you probably mean Doctor Who himself. Now, that's a very, very tempting offer. But I don't think it's actually possible because I'm not um, a Time Lord. I don't have two hearts. I'm not from Doctor Who's world. I don't think I could do it. Doctor Who is, is not one of us. He's not a human being. He's an alien. He's special. He's not like us. He's otherworldly. And um, I don't know if I could qualify to be a doctor, but, you know, because I'm I'm a human. Obviously, I'd love to be the doctor. It would be amazing to travel through time and space and to be witty and charismatic and mysterious. Um, but um, to be honest, Zdenek, I'm pretty happy being myself. and I'm quite happy with my own life. And anyway, if I was Doctor Who, I wouldn't be able to watch Doctor Who on TV. So I'm quite happy that Peter Capaldi is the Doctor because I'm really looking forward to watching him in his performance. I think he's great. So if I was the Doctor, I wouldn't be able to watch myself on TV. Um, I'm quite happy being Luke from Luke's English Podcast and uh, I like my life. Um, and I've got my imagination. I can imagine that I'm I'm Doctor Who. That's fine by me. Um, okay, what about you, Zdenek? What would you do? Would you give up your life to become Doctor Who or... Would you rather stay Zdenek from Zdenek's English podcast? I don't know. Tell, tell me. Send me a comment. I'd like to know. Luke Thompson from Luke's English podcast. This is my answer. First of all, I need to tell you that this is an honor for me to be mentioned on your podcast and that I am your disciple and follower and a member of your cult by all means. And uh, this really means a lot for me to be mentioned on your podcast. And I would like to uh, express my deepest desire that you accept me 
for what I'm doing, and I know you have already accepted me, although you are having uh, slight doubts, uh, so I want to tell you, look, don't freak out. I know it might be weird for you, but, uh, but I had to come to terms with the fact that I'll never be as good as you, unless some miracle happens, of course. But even if, it, if, if a miracle happens, I won't take advantage of your model. I won't take advantage of you. And um, f so, for example, <clears throat> if I manage to earn um, uh, uh, 10 million pounds just by doing my podcast, I will send you, I'll always send you some percentage from um, my profit, um, from my revenue. Of course, I will. I will never forget about you. And I humbly accept uh, my spin-off position on the podcast market. Um, yeah. Of course I'm kidding, Luke. I'm not that ambitious. I just want to have fun and improve my English and perhaps help some other people. And believe it or not, but I send everybody to Luke's English podcast. I, 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 I'm sure uh, 50% of my listeners who were listening to the message I was playing here on my podcast, uh, the message by yourself, they have already gone, because um, they heard your wonderful voice, your perfect uh, native pronunciation English, and obviously, why would they stay here and listen to a Czech teacher of English, if they can listen to um, English teacher of English, uh, who is a stand-up comedian on, on um, and who is running... Such a, such a great podcast. Well, I hope the 50% of my loyal fans stayed. And uh, the idea is that the fans listen to both podcasts, of course. And uh, to your questions, Gunners are top of the league, of course. With Ozil, we are ready to win the trophies after uh, so many years of um, trophyless drought. This year, we are up for it. And we are going to conquer, conquer the football world. Of course, um, as regards the Doctor, uh, me and Doctor Who, yes, definitely yes. Such an amazing character, as you said, witty, charismatic and funny. I would like to be like that. My English sense of humor would be just great and I would be powerful. And uh, my English language accent would be awesome. I would be a time lord. I could do anything, basically. But at the same time, it would be kind of a responsible role, of course. Because I would carry this burden of being a time lord. Like, like Frodo from The Lord of the Rings, who carried the ring. Uh, there is a flip side to it, of course. But I think I would accept this role. Because a lot of beautiful women would be around me like Rose Tyler, Amy Pond, especially Amy Pond, Martha Jones, and also Donna Nobles, who is not my type. Uh, nevertheless, she is one of the funniest uh, British actresses I have ever heard in my life. And um, I could do some interesting episodes for my podcasts. I could do interviews. I could record interviews with Daleks, it's, which would go, of course, Hello. How you doing? This is the next English podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by an uh, otherworldly uh, creature from outer space called Dalek. Hello, Dalek. How are you? Exterminate. Something like that. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Or I could interview the weeping angels. I just uh, would have to do my, do my best not to blink if I blinked. I would be killed, of course, or the Cybermen and uh, other characters. So this is my answer to you, Luke. I hope you found in your otherwise busy schedule a little niche, niche or window and uh, listened to my answer at least. And uh, I wish you good luck in your job, in your teaching job at university. It sounds really cool. And um, yeah, please keep doing your podcasts because... I have listened to all 150 episodes and uh, I, I'm always eager eager to check out the internet if there is if there is another episode released. So you're doing really great job, uh, although um, 
you're basically doing it for free. This is just amazing and you are huge inspiration for me and for my podcast and for all learners of English as a second language and as well as the mainly teachers of English uh, as a second language. Now, before I start analyzing uh, some individual mistakes and uh, trying to correct them, uh, I'll have to tell you that I didn't choose all the mistakes I made. It is simply impossible to insert it in one episode uh, because there are so many mistakes and um, sometimes I don't even notice them. So some mistakes will never be corrected. Some of uh, the mistakes are just slips of tongue which means they are not too serious and the person who made such a mistake uh, it just happens especially if English is not your first language um, everyone knows what a tongue is right um, it's what you have in your mouth uh, not not the teeth uh, uh, the tongue it's used for uh, French kissing uh, not kissing French people of course uh, I, I don't think I, I, I want to explain this uh, what French kissing means because Because I would blush, and um, your screen would basically would basically turn red, right? Yeah, tongue uh, is a word which is spelled T-O-N-G-U-E. It's actually funny that when you pronounce it, it's only three phonemes, three symbols, uh, but in spelling it is six. This only proves that there is um, absolutely no correspondence between. Uh, the letters and the, the sounds in English, which makes it really hard for the beginners to learn the language. Okay, I've got about 20 items here in my list. Those I want to deal with. And, uh, oh my God, I have already recorded more than 22 minutes of this podcast. I need to uh, do this really fast so that it doesn't exceed one hour. Um, let's do it. All right, number one. For the very last time, the pronunciation of the word stereotype. Listen to this. Stereotype. Okay, that's it. I kept mispronouncing it because of placing the word stress in the wrong position. You know, in, in Czech language, uh, the stress always falls on the first syllable in every single word. And uh, this only proves how pronunciation is important for communication. Because it can be a common source of misunderstandings. Um... The, the inability to place the stress correctly uh, on the right syllables it can lead to a lot of confusion in English uh, I would like to give you some funny example but the only one I can remember is uh, the desert and dessert uh, okay so um, desert is um, a lot of sand in one place it's what you can find in, find in Africa like like uh, a Sahara desert dessert can be either a verb if you desert Uh, your army from war or it can be what you eat um, like a piece of cake or something right it's not exactly a piece of cake is it to deal with uh, the, the pronunciation and the word stress anyway item number two to be after something it's like a phrase to be after something and I used it uh, basically somewhere I shouldn't have I said something like uh, you're after stereotypes and I shouldn't ramble anymore um, You see, I was rambling once again, and um, I meant, you must be looking forward to uh, my stereotypes to the interview, and I, I'm, rumble, I'm rambling on here. Okay, so better, better uh, words to use would be to look forward to, rather than to be after, which is used for, like for an, um, more for an ambition. If you have an ambition, if you are after power, for example, the politicians, they are after power, or Daleks can be after power or can be after some blood so basically if you have a will and intention to do something to carry out some action uh, the ambition that's when you're after something when you look forward to something you're basically excited excited about about uh, the, the thing which is going to happen to you for example I look forward to the next episode of Luke's English podcast or something like that Uh, item number three, it's uh, more of a technical character. It is not exactly a, a language problem. Uh, <laughs> for some reason I said that the activities that 
I was using in, in this stereotype interview uh, were taken from a book which was published by Oxford. Um, no, I said they were published by Cambridge. And, uh, oh my God, I don't know. I have to have a look now. Okay, give me a second. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this book is called New English File. And it's a course book for learners of English as a second language. It's, it's a modern book. And I have been using this book for for some time now. And I, I, I can't um, say bad things about it. It's one of the best books I've ever used in my teaching. And it is published by Oxford University Press. Not by Cambridge. Which is um, uh, the mistake I made in the last, in the last uh, episode. Okay. Uh, uh, of course, Cam Cambridge and Oxford, they are two most prestigious universities. And uh, it can be, of course, e easily confused because they are often referred to together. Oxford will probably uh, lodge an official complaint now about me promoting uh, their uh, competitor, basically, a wrong publisher. Um, maybe they will accuse me, arrest me, imprison me. And then my head will be chopped off. They'll execute me or exterminate me. I don't know. And you will be without the podcast. What will you do, listeners, to be without me and my podcast? I don't know. You can't survive that. Come on, can you? Uh, no one can. Oh, I think you can, actually. Uh, but your English will not be better. All right? So, please, if, um, if you can... Could you sign kind of a petition against uh, me being sent to jail for uh, confusing these two publishers, the Oxford and Cambridge? Please, can you do that for me? Thank you very much. I do appreciate this. Now, the next uh, item, the next uh, point is kind of a funny one. I was talking about music and uh, I said that people have different tastes for music, which is, of course, true. And... Uh, to support my argument, I wanted to draw a wonderful comparison. Uh, so uh, uh, I managed to recall this uh, film, uh, this Czech film, Slunce Seno Jahody, which is a very popular film, of course, in the Czech Republic. And um, in this film, it, it's what, it took place in a village uh, to which a scientist came to carry out research for his diploma paper on the cows in a, in a cow house. It's called cow house, not, uh, not a stable for cows. Yeah. And uh, I said that he tried to put some earplugs in the, in the ears of the cows so that they could listen to different, different types of music. Uh, each of them had, had basically a Walkman. Um, nowadays, it's not even Discman. What is it called? An MP3. Yeah. And um, of course, I wanted to say that uh, the scientists put... Um, earphones in their ears not the earplugs you know earplugs and earphones are two different things earplugs are used to plug your ears which means uh, you, you can't hear anything this is used against some uh, loud noise like drills like drilling or when a person um, lying lying in, in the same room or lying next to you in a bed uh, snores, you know, when he makes the sound and it makes you unable to sleep because of this so you can buy some earplugs and it helps you so that you can sleep okay, so of course if you put earplugs in, in the ears of cows, they can't really hear anything, so they are not productive, they don't uh, give any milk, uh, so the scientists used earphones, or sometimes we even say headphones okay, stupid mistake Another mistake, uh, I'll deal with this uh, really quickly. Uh, I used apologize about instead of apologize for somewhere in the, in the recording. And uh, I, I should use apologize for and I apologize for using apologize about. Okay, listeners, I'm really sorry. I am sorry. Okay, I didn't mean to do this. I really never mean to make mistakes, but it just happens. And sometimes it's too late to undo them. Point number six. I particularly find this point hardcore. Uh, 
And I noticed this after I had uh, listened to uh, to this episode several times. I said, I was hesitating for 10 seconds before I figured this out. Well, uh, the main clause is, I figured this out. And before it, I wanted to place uh, an action which had happened uh, before before I figured it out. And actually, it had been happening before I figured it out, which means it was in the process. So, in such cases, you need to go for past perfect continuous listeners. It's one of the narrative tenses. And uh, I hope I'm not wrong here, but when I used... I was hesitating before I figured this out. Um, it cannot be used, because it would mean that I was hesitating... Then I figured it out, and then I was still hesitating, which was not the case. This was not what I wanted to say. I wanted to say that I had been hesitating, then it stopped, because I figured it out. So the action basically stopped. It had been continuing until the very point when I figured it out, okay? Whereas if I said I was hesitating, it would have to be some kind of background action, which wasn't the case, okay? Well, this present perfect continuous... It's a really one of the craziest tenses in English, and it's not li- really taught until you become upper intermediate student, I guess. This tense is really crazy. It's like from another planet, and my students they always go mad when I teach present perfect, and uh, this is even worse. This is past perfect continuous. They would kill for it. Okay, item number seven. It's a pronunciation problem. Uh, Honza, my cousin, he said pizza instead of pizza. A lot of Czech students say pizza instead of pizza because we say pizza in Czech. And um, this is uh, funny. When I teach the pronunciation of this word, especially when I teach uh, young children, uh, like from elementary school, because uh, the sound pizza, it... This actually is a minimal pair, minimal sound pair to the Czech word which uh, I won't be pronouncing here because it is uh, a swear word in Czech. It is actually female private part in Czech. Listeners, it's a swear word. And um, every time I correct this mistake in an elementary school, um, you know, the whole class bursts into laughter, rolling on the floor laughing. They They're laughing their heads off because uh, it sounds exactly as uh, the swear word. They all like to use and draw on the blackboard so much, you know. Yeah, it's pizza, the you know the round food from Italy, uh, which is by the way very good and popular. Not so healthy though, but very good indeed. Take care about was another Honza's mistake. You can't say take care about. Um, you have to say take care of or care about, not take care about. This, this is a hybrid and it's wrong. Uh, you see, I care about you, my listeners. So I took care of this preposition issue and uh, never say take care about. Just forget it, okay? I have already used it enough times saying it wrong. So I hope you, you won't take inspiration from this. And you will never say take care about in your life. Basically, to say take care about, it would be my fault that I taught you this. Um, so I, I really don't want to teach you to take care about by uh, repeating it and saying it all over and over again. So just forget take care about, okay, will you? Will you, listeners? Uh, just say take care of or care about, all right? Okay, let's handle another point. Um, woman is singular, women is the plural. And of course, I do agree with you uh, that it would be more reasonable to have women as the plural uh, of woman uh, rather than women. But it's because uh, the English, they needed to invent uh, uh, one chapter in a book about irregular plurals. And uh, how many more do you know? There are not many of them. Uh, like mouse, mice, men, uh, sorry, man, men, child, children, person, people, 
Uh, that's what I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, okay, maybe Laos, uh, lice. I hope if there are some women listening to this, that they appreciate my effort of promoting their gender here on my podcast. Uh, maybe you can send me some flowers or, or chocolate or even money to kind of pay me tribute for doing this for you, for enlightening the society on this uh, uh, irregular plural. plural <clears throat> can I say it? Can I say the word plural without making mistake? Yeah, for promoting, uh, for enlightening the world uh, on this issue of irregular plural. <clears throat> can I say it? For enlightening the society. Okay, guys, I, 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 don't, I don't think I'll be able to say this. Anyway, you know what, what I was talking about, do you? Don't you? Oh my God, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me, guys? I'm getting everything wrong. Women, please, stay tuned. Thank you very much. I'll try to help you. The singular is woman. The plural is women. All right? Number 10 is, uh, once again, not a language problem. It's more of a technical one. I uh, implied that singers, uh, they take drugs and uh, they drink a lot of alcohol. Um, it's a stereotype, of course. Um, uh, they live a lavish life sometimes um, and they know how to have fun. Uh, so we say music, drugs, sex and rock and roll. You know, uh, but uh, when I listened back to this episode, I realized uh, it wasn't really fair to speak about uh, singers like that. Because uh, I don't think that um, the majority of singers really take drugs. So, uh, I am really sorry, singers. I hope you won't turn your back on me now. Please don't. Because um, I prefer seeing you face to face and hearing your wonderful voices rather than looking at your back and um, backside unless you are a really uh, pretty girl okay I think uh, I think um, I have been infected with this uh, rambling on disease once again sorry guys number 11 and by the way I'm sorry for apologizing I'm, f I'm sorry for using the word sorry too much on this podcast I should really stop now or I will be sorry to find out that no one is listening to the podcast anymore. I strongly believe that too many apologies, too much of um, sorry, it can be detrimental or harmful to your authority. And I need to have good authority on this podcast. So note to self, don't apologize that much. Number 11, uh, there was one more mistake which was not of a linguistic character. I made one terrible but really awful sports mistake. When we were talking about the Ukrainian athlete Sergei Bubka, by the way the world record holder in athletic discipline, which is not called high jump, uh, which I said. It is not high jump. High jump is the discipline uh, in which you uh, use your body to jump over a bar and uh, the, the best athletes they can jump over two meters uh, women they jump around two meters men I think around 100 uh, around 230 or 40 centimeters the best the best ones of them but uh, certainly not Sergei Bubka who uh, competed in a discipline and he who is the world record holder in a discipline called Paul vaulting if he had listened to this episode, uh, Sergei must have, must have jumped out of his skin because I mixed up these two disciplines and they are two completely different athletic disciplines. Sergei Bubka, I've, I dug out some information about him. Uh, he is a world record holder. <coughs> he is a world record holder, as I said, and he jumped over six meters 0.15 centimeters and uh, just to explain what Paul vaulting is it's it's a sort of jumping as well and you have to jump over a bar uh, but you use a pole to vault over the, a bar a pole 
uh, not Paul actually. Paul is a different word. Uh, Paul is used when you want to find find out something. Uh, when you want to uh, find out something about society, for example, it's like a, uh, you, they use it in a so sociological um, survey. Yeah, it's um, or the polls. Uh, basically, if you go to the polls, it means you have elections, which has happened over the weekend here in the Czech Republic. By the way, we had parliamentary elections. Yeah, so not poll, but poll. You use a poll. Uh, it, it's a... Uh, I don't know how long it is exactly, but uh, I think it's much longer than a person. Maybe three meters long. I beg your pardon if I'm wrong again. Oh my God. Have I just apologized again? Oh my God. I'm going to slap myself now. Life. Oh, have you heard that? Okay. It's enough. Enough of self damaging Zdeněk. You need, you need to finish recording this. There are still a lot of items to go. And you have recorded over 40 minutes. Oh, mine. This is going to be the longest episode of all my episodes. Unless I divide it into two parts. Which I don't intend to do, I think. Because, uh, yeah, I need to finish this. Alright, let's get to point number 12. Which is an embarrassing mistake um, when we were discussing the stereotype that girls are better at learning languages I told you that this activity it was pictures pictures of uh, little cards with pictures and the stereotypes and in this picture there was a person uh, talking to another person in French and there was a like a bubble and he, uh, the person was saying command to tapel Uh, once again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Anyway, it was my cousin who actually first mentioned this. And then I took it from him to analyze it myself. And I confidently said uh, something that uh, only made me made me fail tr uh, in translating it, of course. So, a command to tapel is, what's your name? Not uh, uh, anything else. It's, what's your name in French? And then you say, je m'appelle Zdeněk, je m'appelle Zdeněk. Command to tapel means, uh, yeah, uh, I wanted to say it in Czech for some reason. I wanted to translate to you that command to tapel means, jak se jmenuješ, which is not uh, something you would understand, unless you are Czech listeners. Uh, and I, I believe I have some Czech listeners. So, in English it is, what's your name? In Czech it is, jak se jmenuješ. And uh, in Ingl in French it is, what's your name? In German it is, wie heißt du? Uh, ja, ich heiße Zdeniek, is, is the answer. Okay, anyway, 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 too much rambling on once again. Uh, we have to get to point number 13, in which Max said, happiness for young people means another things. Of course, you can't say another things, uh, because the determiner, the quantifier another, has to go with singular nouns, and things is in plural. By the way, uh, do you remember that memorable speech that Marx had, that uh, if you have money, you, you get girls in a club, and uh, if you have car, you also get girls, because you buy them drinks, and you impress them with so much money you have. Do you think, uh, uh, is this equation valid? Do you think, is it true that if you have a lot of money, you get girls easily uh, in a club, for example? Or if you have a very shiny, shiny, bright, uh, brand new car like Ferrari or Porsche or BMW, do you think, is it easier for you to get girls, to pick up girls? I'd like to know your opinion. Please write it in the comments what you think about this. Oh my God! I have just noticed that there has been a heating on in my room, which means some background noise. And I have always said to myself that I have to switch it off for the recordings. Oh. Now let's try how the quality of the recording changes when I switch it off, okay? Maybe it's not that loud actually today, but let's see. Okay, it's off. Let's hear it. Is it different? I hope it is. I'm going to have it off now. 
and we are getting to point number 14. Honza said, on the other hand, there are some very tasty food. This is a concord problem. You can't say there are some very tasty food, because in this context, uh, the noun food is used as a singular noun, and of course, as you know, the verb to be and its form are is used in plural. So, uh, you must say, uh, there is some very tasty food, and uh, you can't say are. Actually, uh, if you talk about food in general, it is uncountable, so you cannot say are, the foods are, or something like that. But if you talk about different kinds of food, then it is possible to say food. Uh, in any case, you would have to say uh, there are some very tasty foods. Uh, okay, so be careful about the concord, especially when it is about to crash on your house. That was a hilarious joke, wasn't it? Number 15. I was discussing what uh, makes people happy and uh, I made a language mistake. I said that laugh makes people happy and uh, laugh uh, uh, is a... Is a legit word, but uh, it means to smile out loud, you know, when somebody says something funny, you laugh. But what I really meant to say was that laugh uh, makes you happy, and uh, laugh, everybody knows what laugh is, um, except except me, maybe. Anyway, uh, number 16, my neighbor's cat visits me and keeps rambling to, um, oh my god, I keep rambling, not my cat. My neighbor's cat visits me and keep rubbing to my legs. Uh, I found that it should be correct to say keeps rubbing against my legs. So I used the wrong preposition. At least I used uh, the word cat correctly there in that uh, sentence, right? Sometimes one has to be happy with partial achievements. Number 17. Max said... We can't say girls are more better at learning languages. Uh, you can't say more better, uh, because more, uh, as well as better, they are both comparatives. And uh, here they are incompatible. Um, it's impossible to use them uh, alongside. In English, with all its wild exceptions, we can't really do this. Okay, What Marx could have said was uh, that girls are far better at learning languages. If you don't know or if you can't remember how to say this, just say, uh, boys suck at uh, languages. That's it. It's much easier. Okay? Item number 18. I said, if the master dies, the dog is gonna die. So I used the construction if, and um, in the second part of the uh, sentence, is, go is going to. Um, I checked this with a university teacher and he says uh, this is not the common construction of the first conditional. So I should say, if the master dies, the dog will die. Okay, this is uh, the first conditional and we don't usually use going to in such uh, conditional clauses. Alright, point number 19, Max said, every people think differently. This is uh, once again uh, a problem of the determiner. Because every is obviously used with singular nouns and we can't say every people. You have to say all people think differently. I guess this proves that girls are better at learning languages, Max. Uh, you have just proven it with your mistake. No, I'm just joking, Max. Uh, you are alright. You are a good lad. And I hope I will uh, record an interview with you in the future. Point number 20 which was uh, supposed to be the last point, but my notes here say differently. I might have made a mistake in uh, counting the items here on my mistake list. Um, never mind, uh, I think there are three more, so there it will be 23, but okay. Okay, number 20. When we were recording the podcast, it was, it was Friday, and uh, it was public holiday. Usually people go out on Friday or Saturday, of course, because then the next day they don't have to work. But when it's public holiday and it, uh, it is on Friday, of course they have uh, 
good reason to go out the day before, which in this case would be uh, Thursday. And when I was talking about this, I said, it's Friday today, but because it's public holiday, people could have gone out yesterday. And uh, I should have really said, it's Friday today, so people could go out yesterday. Uh, what's the difference between could have gone and could go? Um, could have gone means that they had a chance to, to go out, but they didn't take advantage of it. They, they could go out, but they didn't, if you know what I mean. So we have the information about their decision. But if you say people could go out, you don't really know if they went out or not. And in this particular case, uh, here I should have really gone for could go instead of could have gone. Uh, this grammar is called past models. It's a bit complicated. So maybe it's about, uh, it's about possibility and uh, regrets and so on in the past. And uh, this is studied at an upper intermediate level onwards, as far as I know. 21. This mistake occurred when we started talking about the na uh, national stereotypes. And Marx came up with the stereotype about uh, Ukrainians and that they eat a lot of sadlo. Now, of course, sadlo is not an English word. So, of course, Marx... Uh, did his best to look up uh, an English word for it, which is uh, fat, but um, we also can call it lard, if you mean the fat from uh, a pig. We also had a discussion about which country we consider to be the fattest country. Now, all of us made several comments about uh, what we think. These were only our assumptions, of course. So what I did uh, was uh, that I found a survey which was carried out on July the third, uh, July the ninth, twenty thirteen, and it was it was uh, conducted by United Nation Food and Agriculture Organization, and they wrote a report uh, according to which uh, Mexico is uh, top of this list. So in Mexico, they are the fattest people in the world, apparently. Uh, number two is America, the United States of America. Number three on this list is Syria, followed by Venezuela and Libya. Uh, I just hope the people who are from these countries listening to this podcast uh, are not offended by this. Uh, uh, I'm giving you reference. Uh, I found this on the internet and uh, this is not uh, from my head. And it's not surprising that we are number 12 on this list of all the countries. The Czech Republic is number 12. Uh, for example, number 23 is Russia. And I didn't find Great Britain on this list. Well, this position for Czechs, it's quite alarming, isn't it? And disappointing. Uh, this must be due to the fact that we drink so much beer. Because beer makes uh, your belly kind of bigger. I had a discussion recently, actually, about uh, beer drinkers and why they are so fat. And... Um, I'm, when I'm talking about people being fed because of drinking beer, I mean those guys who drink maybe four, four glasses of beer a day at least, you know, uh, on regular basis. And uh, yeah, back to, the, back to the point I was making. Uh, this guy said that it's not the beer itself because it doesn't contain much nutrition like, uh, you know, like sugar. It is, or fat, no, nor fat, of course. But it is because when you drink beer, it makes you kind of hungry. So you, you want more food. I'm not a nutrition expert, so maybe somebody else can tell me. And also, I'd like to know uh, how fat people are in Great Britain. Because from what I remember, um, I don't really know. Because I, I used to live in London. It's, not, uh, it's a special place with a lot of foreign people. And uh, the whole picture of... British people was distorted to me because I lived in London, of course. So, I don't know. Can you tell me, are British fat? We are fat, the Czechs. Not all of us. Uh, I hope I'm not fat. But uh, some of us are. And uh, this is not a pleasant fact, is it? Point 21. Inexplicably, 
I also said that I could give you uh, the number of Yahya. Really, this is a mistake. I sh uh, should have said I could give you Yahya's number. With people, we should use apostrophe as construction of genitive case. Uh, you can use also of construction of genitive case, but this is used for different uh, situations. Well, uh, for names we use um, apostrophe as construction. So, for example, Zdeněk's English podcast. Okay, but uh, if you if you say, for example, uh, the prediction of the of weather, the prediction of weather, we don't say the weather's prediction. Okay. Actually, here, maybe the best option would be uh, the weather prediction. Uh, but anyway, you know what I'm trying to say, okay? I know you do. Because you're my listeners. You are used to me. You are used to Zdeněk from Zdeněk's English podcast. And if not, one day, believe it or not, you will get used to it. I used to find it hard to get used to certain things. But once I got used to it, I was fine. All right. You might have noticed I tried to uh, I tried to revise certain grammar here used to get used to and be used to which uh, all my students have problems with so you see you got a bonus from me before the very last point on my mistake list I can't believe that 57th minute and uh, I have I haven't still finished so this is the last point. To be honest, I really couldn't notice any of Yahya's mistakes. He didn't really make any mistakes. And I was trying to find something desperately so that he would uh, contribute. But really, I couldn't. What was maybe one problem is that he might have offended a few countries. Though, um, in his suggested stereotypes... Although he played it down by saying that stereotypes are very often, and he said, wrong. He said wrong, listeners, so I discovered, after all, a pronunciation mistake. This is not a correct RP English pronunciation, of course, to say wrong. And I know Yahya speaks American English, but this is not correct in American English either. You can't uh, pronounce the W sound and k sound in the word wrong. Okay? It's the opposite of right, wrong. You can't say wrong. So, uh, this is um, a pronunciation problem. And we can see that even Yahya is not infallible. By the way, it is a common indicator that you come from, uh, for example, Eastern Europe to pronounce uh, the ing sound as k or even g instead of m. Um, if you say speaking, writing, or writing, um, it's uh, not RP English. It's not exactly British English, uh, British um, BBC English or Queen's English. You should pronounce it speaking, listening, writing. Um, I wonder if they ever speak of Zdeniek's English podcast English. Mm, I don't know. I don't even think so. But doesn't really matter, does it? Okay, guys, I've done it. I got to the end. I would like to thank you so much for bearing with me, for your patience, for being able to go through this with me together. Um, it's not always easy to listen to me, I admit. And I hope I didn't make more mistakes in this episode than I had uh, made in those two episodes before. Uh, because of... Uh, what I decided to do this very episode, actually. So, it would be kind of a loop. I would have to do another correction episode of this episode, uh, in which I would be correcting the mistakes of this episode, and it might lead to yet another correction episode, and I would uh, <laughs> kind of become uh, imprisoned in this correction episode loop. And this is... Uh, Something we don't want here, do we? Because you look forward to some more interesting... No, maybe not interesting episode, because I'm sure this one was interesting enough. Now, what I mean is that you look forward to different kinds of episodes, such as the interviews with my friends and so on. And uh, you are in for a treat, because 
pretty soon I'm going to publish the interviews with uh, one Czech guy. There will be a discussion with native speakers. Yes, the first time on this podcast. Okay, there is a disruption sound of my mobile. Sorry for that. Anyway, and also an interview with a guy from Peru, my friend Manuel. So I believe you are in for a treat and you will have no other option but to enjoy this. Okay, that's it. That's it for today. Thank you very much once again. And uh, if you have any sorts of comments or if you just feel like uh, liking uh, this episode, I will be more than happy. Of course, I'll be, I'll be really pleased. Anyway, before I say goodbye, I want to thank you once again. And uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Bye.